0: Welcome to the Inside the Boards podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping you learn to think like a question writer so you can study smarter, not harder, and succeed in medical school. And now here's your host, Patrick Beeman.
1: All right, I am Patrick Beeman, your host, and we are back with another sample from our all audio cue bank, this time coming at you with general surgery questions. From the third year version of our all audio cue bank powered by online med ed. I've got some exciting news that I will share with the audience here in roughly two to three weeks. But needless to say, it also has uh, kind of decreased our productivity in terms of the podcast uh, because my time is being eaten up significantly. But in the long run, it shall prove to be good for ITB. And this podcast. Uh, thanks to everybody who has uh, shared this podcast, who has listened and left a review, and especially those who have purchased our all audio QBank. bank. Just a reminder: you can get the audio QBank bank by going to insidetheboardscom QBank and use the code podcast at checkout for an additional twenty-five percent off. This. Introductory pricing is going to end in, in, on November 4th, as we'll be switching to a different way of delivering uh, the, the content. Uh, but basically, you can get a year's access now for about 60 bucks, including all the updates. On the website, if you purchase the Audio Cube Bank, you will get access to both the first and second year and third year versions given the way we've set this up with Podbean for the time being. You just download the Podbean app, and you can study on the go while you're working out, while you're driving, to get more great learning on the go from us here at Inside the Boards with special help from Osmosis and Online MedEd. And again, over the next uh, probably now month, or two, our podcasts are going to focus on sample sets from the audio cue bank because we want to keep this going. And we will resume our regular kind of programming with interviews from luminaries in the meded space uh, sometime most likely in November. So stay tuned for that. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us by email. Just shoot us one to info at inside the boards. Or follow us on Facebook slash Inside the Boards, Instagram slash Inside the Boards, or my favorite platform, Twitter, where I tweet as at Boards Insider. Happy studying, and I hope you enjoy this set from our audio cue bank. A 19-year-old man is shot in the chest during a gunfight. His friends drop him off at the ED entrance, then leave. The patient is coherent, has a blood pressure of 120 over 80, and a heart rate of 110. He is shot just below his left nipple. There is no exit wound. His lung sounds are clear, and an x-ray confirms normal lung fields. Lab work is being obtained. He asks for morphine. What is the best next step in management? A. Exploratory laparotomy. B. CT scan of the abdomen. C. Pain control and IV fluids or DCT angiography of the chest. And the answer here is A, exploratory laparotomy. So this question is to remind you that the nipple line is where the chest begins and the abdomen ends. The nipple line corresponds approximately with the fourth thoracic vertebra, T4. With a deep inhale, the diaphragm pushes the lungs up, making T4 definitively a part of the abdomen. With a strong exhale, the diaphragm is pushed down, making T4 a clear chest wound. So, any penetrating injury in that area should be treated as both a chest and an abdominal wound. Any penetration of the abdomen leads to an X-lap for the surgeon to run the bow. Next question. A 21-year-old man suffers a gunshot wound and is taken to the emergency department. On exam, he is coherent with a blood pressure of 110 over 77 and a heart rate of 115 beats per minute. He is shot just below his left nipple, and there is no exit wound. His lung sounds are clear, and an x-ray confirms normal lung parenchyma. He undergoes an exploratory laparotomy, where the surgeon notes two clean, punched-out entrance and exit wounds in the transverse colon, with the bullet fragments lodged in the spleen. The spleen is noted to be bleeding, but there are no other injuries identified. What is the best next step in management? A. Repair the splenic laceration. B. Diverting colostomy to the proximal colon. C. Primary repair of the colonic injury. Or D. Securing the bullet fragment. The answer here is C. Primary repair of the colonic injury. It is assumed that this person got large-bore IVs, was typed and crossed, and has an indwelling catheter, etc. All the kind of pre-op stuff you do in the case of an emergency exploratory laparotomy. Now the abdomen's open, and you don't want to get hung up on the fact that there is a bullet. The only thing that matters less than the spleen is the bullet fragment. So never go there first. The old-school approach is that every colonic injury gets a diverting colostomy, but this is not correct, because everyone except in special cases nowadays gets a primary repair of the colon. So the Board's Insider tip for this one, fix the most important injury to the most important organ first on your surgery shelf exam. If you can, save the spleen. But remember, the spleen is expendable. And keep in mind, asplenic individuals are will need vaccinated against the three common encapsulated organisms, streptococcus pneumoniae, haemophilus influenza B, and Neisseria meningitidis, to avoid the risk of overwhelming post-splenectomy sepsis. Next question. A 26-year-old woman is involved in a motor vehicle accident. She has fractures in both upper extremities and lacerations on her face. She is yelling at the paramedic and has significant relief of her abdominal pain with placement of an indwelling catheter. Shortly thereafter, she develops hypotension and tachycardia. Furthermore, she becomes pre Aggressive IV fluid resuscitation is begun. She is typed and crossed in preparation for a blood transfusion. What is the next best step in management? A. CT scan of the abdomen. B. Bedside ultrasound. C. Plain film of the abdomen. Or D. Diagnostic peritoneal lavage. And the answer here is B. Bedside ultrasound. So this patient has had a massive trauma, and she is now losing blood but bleeding internally. Solid organs bleed when smashed. Hollow viscous organs spill their contents. So if a patient ever has peritoneal signs, or has a rapid decrement in their presentation, consider internal hemorrhage. Where is the blood? You find it with the FAST, or bedside ultrasound. If there's fluid, you know there's a bleed, and you take her to surgery. It's why the idea of the fast ultrasound was created in the first place, to ensure that every patient gets a sonographic screen to catch them before they crump. The board's insider tip for this one, significant blunt trauma with peritoneal signs noted in the vignette by relief of her abdominal pain with placement of an indwelling catheter as the bladder distends, it will irritate the peritoneum. Perform a fast ultrasound is the next step in management. Next question. A 20-year-old woman is involved in a motor vehicle accident. The car rolled on top of her legs, crushing them. She is found to have a pelvic fracture and multiple femoral fractures. On arrival, she is hypotensive but responsive. A bedside fast ultrasound is negative. She is hemodynamically stable and a CT scan confirms there is no intraabdominal bleeding, but there is a pelvic hematoma. What is the next best step in management? A. External fixation of the pelvis. B. Exploratory laparotomy. C. Placement of an indwelling urinary catheter. Or D. Intubation. And the answer here is C. Placement of an indwelling catheter. So this is kind of a gotcha question. Pelvic fractures are always treated with external fixation and never with exploration. But we want you to remember the absurdity of the absolute because it will help it stick. A hemodynamically stable patient without ongoing hemorrhage can wait. She can get the workup she needs, investigating by physical exam, the vagina, bladder, urethra, rectum, and then assess for urologic injury with a placement of a urinary catheter. If the catheter goes in easy and yields urine, you're all good. If it's met with blood or you meet resistance, more advanced exploration is required. And thanks to Sam and Alex from Magic Man for letting us use the track Out of Mind off their 2014 album Before the Waves, which GQ described as 12 tracks of alt joy." To hear more, check them out at magicmanmusic.com or follow them on facebook.com magicmanmusic. As always, thanks for listening and sharing Inside the Boards with your friends. Inside the Boards
0: is not affiliated with the United States Medical Licensing Examination, Comprehensive Osteopathic Medical Licensing Examination, National Board of Medical Examiners, National Board of Osteopathic Medical Examiners, or any other licensing or examination body. All exam names or other trademarks are the property of the respective trademark owners. Content discussed during this program is the property of Inside the Boards, or the attributed owner and may not be reproduced without permission from the appropriate entity. Inside the Boards fully adheres to the respective policies on irregular behavior outlined by the aforementioned credentialing bodies. All content discussed is for educational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice.